Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Welcome to episode 37 of Grown Up Kids. This episode is sponsored by Nick Ruiz. Ruiz? Yes. Ruiz. Ruiz. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. I'm Katie. And I'm Megan. And today, just me and Meg. Yep. So, shout out to our friend Kayla and our listener Courtney, who were both supposed to be on this episode with us, but... Schedules did not work out. Schedules didn't work out. Life happens. It's okay. They'll both be on future episodes. Yeah. Although we are going to miss them for this one. Yeah. Because we were pretty excited about this episode. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to be discussing Perry. A little squirrel. A little squirrel. So it's time for the 30-second Disney Dash. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't prep this one. <laughs> All right. You go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. All right, I'll try. Here, I got it. Great. One, two, three. Okay, picture this. Snow White, but no Snow White. Good. All right, it's all the woodland creatures, mainly the squirrels. Little Perry. We see her from a little tiny baby, and she grows up. She finds a man who rescues her. They go through some hardships, but in the end, they escape some bad animals, and they uh, live happily ever after. Good job. Thank you. Yeah, that was good. Thank you. All right. 21 seconds, because she didn't want to say that, apparently. (sighs) Sorry. 21 seconds. All right. Ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Set? Go. So we meet Perry. She's a little baby. And a mongoose is after her family, but her mom saves her. Her dad ends up losing his life to the mongoose, however. Uh, So then we see Perry grow up. She meets Poro. They survive a forest fire together but then they come back together and they live happily ever after in the forest 22 yeah mm-hmm. okay is it a mongoose or what it's a special name for that animal and i, I thought it was a mongoose i've been trying to think of what this animal is and i meant to look it up before i hit record but you know here we are can't remember what this animal's name was it starts with an m martin there it is it's a martin. A pine martin. Right? No, that's the type of squirrel that Perry is. No, she's just a pine squirrel. Look, a martin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Apologize. Sorry. They're like <laughs> they're like a part of the weasel family. Yeah, they are. Like, I'm sure mongoose is acceptable, but I, personally, I could not remember what it was called and it was driving me nuts. That's okay. We can call them mongooses. That's fine. So, some history on Perry. It's a 1957 film based on another Felix Salton's book, 1938, Perry, the Youth of a Squirrel. Felix Salton also wrote Bambi. Um, So, it was the company's fifth feature entry in their True Life Adventure series. However, this was labeled a true life fantasy because while we were seeing the nature like as it was... There was a narrator that was, like, putting a story on top of it, so it was, it made it really cute, actually, and it, like, made me, it kept your attention longer. Mm -hmm. Um, So, in doing so, the Disney team combined the documentary aspects of earlier efforts with fictional scenarios and characters. 
the story's title character is a young female squirrel who learns about forest life and finds a mate in Poro, a male squirrel. In the film, there are seasons called the Time of Beauty, Time of Peace, and Together Time. (laughs) Um, For the fifth True Life Adventure feature film, Walt decided to do something different, and instead of letting nature tell the story as he had with the previous films, he filmed animals to tell a pre-written story and called it a True Life Fantasy. So the source material as I said, is from the book by Felix Salton. Um, Filming took place between Utah and Wyoming to tell the story of the female squirrel named Perry. Uh, Perry was generally well-received by critics. Along with all the other True Life Adventures, it premiered in December of 2006 on Disney DVD as part of the Legacy Collection. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Rolling into those fun facts. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a quote from Walt. So he said, in bringing Perry to the motion picture screen, we feel we've come up with something quite different in movie making. We call it a true life fantasy, a combination of fact and fiction. So I know that we just defined that, but I liked hearing it straight from Walt's own mouth. Agreed. Through me. Yep. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Uh, Perry is a pine squirrel. So she's basically just like... She's kind of like a red squirrel, really. A little bit. But she's not like... She's not, like, some weird breed of squirrel. It's basically, like, you could see her anywhere. She kind of just looks like a common squirrel. She looks like a red squirrel. Yeah. Just a little less red. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have a guest to be a mediator. (laughs) It's just us. Um... So instead of the European forest that Felix Sultan set his book to, um, a nine-man camera crew led by Paul Kenworthy and Ralph Wright shot Perry in Utah's Unita National Forest and Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Wyoming. (laughs) Wyoming. And Wyoming was used for the winter sequences. So there was about 200,000 feet shot during production and only about 8,000 was used in the finished project. So we have another um, African that's, lion kind of situation. Right, yeah, that's just what they seem to do at the True Life Adventures. But it's hard to get the footage of the animals doing exactly what you want. Well, think about like when you watch like America's Funniest Home Videos. Right. You're like, oh my god, those animals are so funny. Well, when you're sitting around at your couch and your cat does something funny, you weren't sitting there with a camera like right. you might have been, and then it was just like coincidence. So you yeah. don't know when these squirrels are going to do something that you can use for a film. So you just got to shoot and shoot and shoot constantly. Um, so the team picked their two stars, Perry and Poro, out of the local population of pine squirrels for their spirit, pluck, and playfulness. But they are much bigger, they are part of a much bigger ecosystem. So we don't just focus on the squirrels. Um, we see the life cycle of all of the animals there. There's beavers, raccoons, uh, ravens, hawks, foxes, the martens. They're mean. Yeah. As well as the squirrels. Um, and we follow them through the seasons, which they all have a cute, like, little name, as Meg said, like, the time of together, you know, which I thought was kind of sweet. Time of peace. Yeah. Which, like, it just... Was winter. Mm-hmm. It just, like, puts it into, like, a, like, if you think of, we don't know what an animal thinks when it's, like, oh, winter is coming. Like, maybe they call it something different to themselves. I don't know. So I think that's really cute because we are seeing this through an animal's eyes. Um, 
For the family of bobcats that we see, they had to hike their equipment a couple miles to the bobcat's den. So they were all over uh, Utah and Wyoming. When a forest fire erupted nearby, so apparently that was real, uh, the camera crew rushed to help the firefighters contain the blaze with a fire break before they turned the cameras on to film the animals fleeing the disaster. So the whole shoot lasted on and off for about three years. And again, they shot in all seasons. It's really sad. I don't think, and like, you know, you have to let nature do its thing. Fire is a part of rebirth in nature, right. you know. Um, We've but, been getting oh more and God. more wildfires, though, especially in that area over on the west, California. They're going through really horrible ones right now. Thinking about those guys out there because yeah. it, it's so scary. Um, Prayers for those firefighters. Honestly. And those people, like anyone who's losing their homes. and It's really sad. Yeah. As well as the animals. and Yeah. But I don't think I could sit there and, like, just film this. I'd, like, need to go and help these animals. I know. You know? I'd be like, come to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take you home. Come in my tent. Like, I'll keep you safe. Um, so last thing. Fun fact. Um, in the history of home entertainment, Perry has only been released on home video once in the United States, and that was in 2006, when all of the True Life Adventures were brought to DVD as part of the Legacy Collection, as Meg said. It can be found on Volume 4, and it does have a variety of bonus features specific to Perry. Sadly, that's now out of print, and the copies are very rare and hard to come by. They're extremely expensive on Amazon and eBay. <laughs> yeah. Like over, I think they're like over $100. Yeah. So if you find one and it's cheaper than that, you might want to snatch it up. Yeah. Um, but you can get it on iTunes where it's available in HD, but I don't know if it has those bonus features. It doesn't. It's just the film. Like we rented it off of Amazon Prime to watch it. It's just the film. Yeah. But definitely check out the film. It's really cool. And for a true life adventure, we actually have characters. We do, because it's a true life fantasy. <laughs> mm -hmm. So first up is Perry, who is our leading lady. Um, she our is leading lady. <laughs> super cute. Um, I, I love squirrels. So do I. Squirrels are honestly one of like my favorite animals. Little woodland creatures. Little woodland animals. Mm -hmm. um, I love those like random YouTube things that pop up like... This is Tweety the squirrel that they rescued, and now right. like, she lives in their house. Like I think I follow one on Instagram, and I can't remember her name. What's the little squirrel's name? I don't know, but I know who oh, you're talking about, God, and I follow she's her so too. Cute. Um, so we've been asked to bring the sorting back uh, by multiple people, so we're sorting Perry. Sorry for you guys who don't like Harry Potter. We do. So this is our podcast. <laughs> we're going to do what bit. we want. So Perry is totally a Gryffindor. Yeah. Self-sustaining, resilient. Self resilient, brave, uh, just awesome. Yeah. Um, I like her. Me too. Poro is her love interest. <laughs> Um, her shy love interest. Yeah, and I love how like they come together because he comes to save her just like her dad yeah oh, so it's like a circle of life except poro survives yes even though her dad did it 
So I'm also going to go Gryffindor with Poro. They're definitely a family of Gryffindors. I agree. I feel like most woodland creatures have to be Gryffindors in order to survive, <laughs> like, in the wild. Um, and I then don't the know. Li- I would say a chipmunk would be more of, like, a Hufflepuff creature. True. They like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, my last character is the damn mongoose <laughs> slash Martin. This every thing time, is evil. Every time it came on the screen, we're like, no, go away. Like, we just wanted to destroy the squirrel's and life. And it sucks because, like, they're pretty cute. Yes. But I didn't realize they were carnivores. Why can't they just eat leaves? Every time I would do that close-up of its face, Meg's like, its why is its tongue looks so bloody? <laughs> It was gross. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly think it might be a Ravenclaw because it's super wise to, like, figure out ways to... It's, like, almost a Gryffindor because it follows the squirrels, like, all the way up the trees and everything, even though it's not as limber as squirrels. Is that the word I'm looking for? It worked. Um... So it takes risks. I was going to say more of like a Slitherclaw. Slitherclaw. Okay, I could see that. It's ambitious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Extremely. Like, it waits and waits and waits and waits to get these squirrels. Can't cross this river. Then there's this fire that causes the river or the tree to go across the river. And it's like, yes, instant bridge. And it's still after these squirrels. Yeah, you're right. Slitherclaw. Uh, all right. Favorite character slash scene? Perry. Perry. Do you agree? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go Poro. Okay. Perry and Poro. Mm-hmm. One vote for each. Uh, my favorite scene... Wait, I. Th- why do you like Perry? Why? Yeah. Because she's adorable. <laughs> I like Poro because he's super brave and he puts his woman first. I like Perry because she's really cute because she's a squirrel. And because <laughs> she is, yeah. Oh, um, and I also just like appreciate her resilience against all things. She just never gives up. Mm-hmm. So my favorite scene, um, I really love whenever we get to see all the babies of all the animals because that's yes. just like that's always my favorite thing ever to see just baby animals the little raccoons the little, little raccoons are really cute the baby squirrels were so cute the baby foxes yes oh god they're the bobcats so yes yeah really cute what's yours so i said who my favorite character was poro. poro super brave super protective willing to go up his own life to protect his girl I like that. Uh, favorite scene was any scene that was a close-up of either Perry or Poro doing their little squirrel call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, um, so, where we live, uh, the squirrel is, we have black squirrels here, and they're, like, they're just embraced by the city. Um, and I had never heard what a squirrel sounded like until one day I heard this really weird sound coming from a tree and I look up and I can see the squirrel breathing as if like someone's like using it as a squeaky toy. I'm like, oh my God, that's a squirrel. They make that sound. And so then in this movie, like there's so much of that and it just makes me laugh because they're this little tiny fluffy thing and they are pretty vicious if they want to be. Mm-hmm. They're B.A. They are B.A. 
I can't make a proper squirrel sound, though. I don't even know how <laughs> no, to do it. I don't either. Look it up. I'm sure it's on YouTube. Or um, watch this movie. Yeah. My least favorite character is the Martin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just, You can't like the animal that is after Perry and Poro. No. Uh, least favorite scene is probably whenever Perry's dad gets eaten. Mm. It was, like, right off the bat, like, Finding Nemo style. It was. Gone. Yep. Didn't he also eat her brothers and sisters? Yeah, like, yes. everything. Nemo. Yeah. This is where the concept of Nemo came from. Probably. Perry. Yeah, Finding Perry. Yeah. Actually, it would be Finding Poro, because Perry finds Poro. Oh. <laughs> My... Um, you know, oh, yeah, your least favorite. My least favorite is anything with the Martin or the fire scene, because that just made me really sad. Yeah, seeing the fire any, scene was sad. Seeing any type of animal, like... Lose its home. Lose its home, like, be scared, because, like, they don't understand what's going on. They just know, like, I'm in danger. Get displaced, get so separated. <gasps> but, oh, it was so sweet, though. I think it was a... I think it was a bobcat yeah. in the water. And I can't remember Perry. what... Yeah. Was Perry, clinging onto it. Perry, like, climbed up onto its back, and, like, normally they would probably be, like, predator and prey, right? That would be a snack for the bobcat, but they were just, like... Survival. Comrades, yeah, like, just survival, like, all right, that's fine, like, we're in more serious trouble than me needing to eat you or you run from me. So I thought that was sweet. Yeah, I agree. Because that was real. No one staged that. Right. That really happened. So what did you take away from Perry? That squirrels are awesome, and that we should cherish them and love them and not hit them with our cars, mm. because that happens too often in our neighborhood. Yeah. <sighs> Just appreciate animals, guys. They're awesome. Yeah, I'm going to say takeaway is, you know, keep in mind the wildlife. Like, we have... Um, we live really close to some woods, and there's this a ton of, like, overgrown brush and stuff. But there's this one big bush over there that we will not touch because we know that that's a big home for a large family of cardinals. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to take their home away from them. It's not doing anything to us. They're more than welcome to be there. I mean, little things like that can really change a lot in an animal's life. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right. Disney memory? Disney memory. Just zipping through this. I know. Oh, can we talk? Wait, really? Another of my favorite scenes I just remembered. What? When Perry's watching that flying squirrel, and then she tries to be a <laughs> flying squirrel, which who knows that that's really what she was doing, but the right. way they, like, made it a story. Yeah. I was like, was oh, cute. my God, she's going to die? She, like, <laughs> jumped from so high and then just landed like a cat. No big deal. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. All right, so this week's Disney memory comes from Chelsea Warner. She says, My name is Chelsea Warner, and I love your podcast. I love Disney movies, so I enjoy listening to your thoughts on them. Thank you. I also love how you are doing all of the movies. There are some I haven't ever seen, so it gives me something to check out. I want to share my Disney memory with you. When I was a little kid, we had almost every Disney movie on VHS, whether it be store-bought or something we recorded from the Disney Channel. There was... There was one very noticeable movie we were missing, Snow White. Snow White was such an enigma throughout my early childhood. Since I watched the Disney Channel 24-7 back in those days, I always knew of its existence. I also knew it was the first Disney movie, and it was very important. 
I saw a behind-the-scenes documentary, so I knew the characters and basic plot. I also somehow determined that Dopey was my favorite character and was excited to see him at Disneyland when I was four and dressed up as him the following Halloween. (laughs) This all changed one day. My dad came home from work and said, I know we didn't get a chance to see it in theaters, but I got the video anyways. He then pulled a copy of Snow White on VHS from behind his back. I was ecstatic. We watched it that night. When it was over, I was like, hey, where's the part where they got the soap out of Dopey? (laughs) Recalling a deleted scene I saw in the documentary. That's funny. (laughs) Aside from my disappointment that my favorite scene didn't make the cut, it became my favorite movie for a while. That's the memory I wanted to share. I can send in more if you'd like. Yes, please. But that one I feel is the most important. I like that. That's so cute. Thank you, Chelsea. That's so different. To have somebody fall in love with the movie so much before ever even seeing it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, you took, like, a backwards approach to it, but you still have such an appreciation for the movie, and now you have even more because you've seen it. That's really cool. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Chelsea. And if any of our other listeners would like their Disney memory read on our show, because if you send it in, we're going to read it, unless you tell me not to, and then, like, it's just for us or something... And if that's the case, please note it, because otherwise I am going to read it. Um, Please send us an email at grownupkidspodcast at gmail.com. It could be anything Disney-related, so send it our way, and we'll be sure to read it on a future episode. I want to say thank you to myself and Meg for being on this uh, episode. And thank you to (laughs) Kayla and Courtney for trying to make the schedules work out, and we're sorry that it couldn't. Yes. Don't worry. You, well, Kayla... You know you'll be on another episode. Courtney is on more. But Courtney, absolutely. Yes, yes, you too. Yes. All right. So grown-up kids can be found on Podbean, iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. So make sure you subscribe to us so you can be sure to get our latest episode as soon as it's available. You can also find us on social media. We're on Facebook at Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. We also have a Facebook discussion group called Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast group. And we're on Twitter and Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Grown Up Kids Pod. Also, if you find us on our Facebook discussion group, I've posted a document with our whole list of movies that we'll be watching in order. Uh, in the order that they're in and with the availability. So if you see a movie that you would like to be on and it has availability, just make sure that you comment on that, email us, or message us with what movies you're interested in joining us on, and I will put you on the list. So thank you so much for listening, and make sure to watch Old Yeller ahead of next week's episode. Old Yeller! (laughs) And don't forget, adults are only kids grown up anyway. All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future.